Welcome to Couch to Coached, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. We are live i'm i'm a little bit nervous why i don't get nervous for this podcast but it's it's doing an interview basically with your boss <laughs> i did think that i thought oh god this is about this could get awkward i, I might put a spanner in the works here but i, I was you'll we'll come on to the interview in a minute but i was quite nice there was not much uh Dissing. I did call you the dodgy brummy lad. I'm not sure if Kurt knows that one, but... <laughs> that's, that's standard. Yeah, but jokes aside... He, he, listen, he listens to the podcast anyway, so he must know that one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of them. It, I, I am a little bit nervous, but um, it, it is what it is, eh? It is what it yeah. is. Go on. I'll let you introduce him. Who are we having? Okay. So he's introduced himself on the podcast, but we've got Kirk. So Kirk Bowyer from Mini Athletics. He is the co-founder co-owner of the mini athletics business uh which is all over which we'll find out in a minute it's all over the uk they're looking at branching out into the united states of america they're in the uae they're in northern ireland um and you are one of his franchisees in south birmingham yeah me and rachel run uh very own mini athletics business in south birmingham um and it's um, going well, but Kirk's the man and his wife, Claire, who have given us that opportunity to do this. So uh, we were interested to speak to Kirk and find out what mini athletics means to him and uh, discuss getting children active and into sport. Let's have a listen to Kirk Bowyer. So we're here, uh, kind of here. This is like a week before it actually goes out on air, so it's kind of weird because we're here, but we're not here. So anyway, we're here with Kirk Bowyer, uh, so from Mini Athletics. So Kirk, if you want to introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Ben, for having having me on. I'm really looking forward to having a chat. My name is Kirk. I am, well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm a husband, I'm a dad, and I'm co-founder of uh, Mini Athletics. Cool. So, first question is the unobvious question, I suppose. What is mini athletics? Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So, so um, I guess the best way of describing that is if I talk to you about my story. Um, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, because that will give you a pretty good insight as to what mini athletics is and why it was formed in the way that it was. Um, so my, I've got two boys, uh, so Kaylin is nine and Seamus is five. Um, and, uh, so prior to that, I, I was a strength and conditioning coach. So I've okay. worked with a variety of different athletes in different sports and mainly my role was injury prevention, um, yeah. to ensure that those, those athletes could, um, well, they, they, they could continue to play their sports at the, at the highest possible level. Um, and I, I did that for a number of years. Uh, I did that for, you know, a, a long time. 
but then Caelan was born. So my, my first son, he, he, was, um, he was born in 2014. And that changed everything for me because um, I was traveling a bit and I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to come home. Um, and, and my whole outlook changed, actually. And so um, I carried on my job until he was about one. And uh, I, I decided to quit my job when, when he was one. Um, so I came home. I was working um, in motor racing and tennis and all sorts of things. So I came home from the tour, and then I spent the next six months wondering what on earth I was going to do whilst enjoying life. With yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of a big, big thing, isn't it? Just saying, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to pack in work. It's a, it's a nice thing, I suppose, just to say, oh, actually, I don't fancy this anymore. But then it's, I bet, I bet it was quite a worry as well. Yeah, it, exactly. It was. It was a bit scary, uh, but I knew that for the for the sake of my my uh, you know what what I, I just, to be honest, I, I love to do. I love I I um when I when I it, it's 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 one of those cliches is that I need to I need to feel like real passionate about something to to really get out of bed for it. Yeah. And I just wasn't feeling that anymore. And um, I, I was pretty pretty confident I would find something that I was going to um, uh, turn my hand to. Uh, but um, so, you know, it was it was pretty scary just quitting my job. But then at the same time, I wanted to find something that that um, that give me that buzz again. Um, and, yeah. and also that was, um, you know, with, with, with my family and everything else around, around them. So... Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, I spent the next six months at home and, um, wondering what I was going to do and stuff. And then, uh, Caelan turned 18 months old and I took him to his first class and his first, and, and, and it was, a, I had, I had the option. So we live just outside of Cambridge. So we live in Suffolk and, um, uh, I don't even know Suffolk, not much goes on in Suffolk. Uh, it's similar. similar I live in Stoke it's similar to that. <laughs> yeah. um, well at least you've got a good football team Stoke to not be biased we've got two good football teams one better one in a better league we've got Port Vale in League One ah. we've, got, uh, we've got Stoke City are in the standing championship I know we've got listeners of both teams so I'm being impartial <laughs> Rob is a, a true true Man City fan yeah, yeah, true Man City fan as as a true as a true supports Man City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, um, I'm the tr- I'm a true Nottingham Forest fan. Living, yeah, Ben mentioned that. Support that. <laughs> but no one questions that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I never before. So we will come back onto your story in a minute, but I want to clear the air with this. Oh. I've been a Man City fan since the times when Man City beat Gillingham in the playoff final when Paul Dickoff scored. So I've been at the t- at the point where we were rubbish <laughs> we were really really rubbish and i've gone through the highs and lows and then winning the fa cup so i aren't one of them as people call them plastic fans that just started supporting man city when we got started winning okay all right well you, you keep telling yourself that <laughs> uh, anyway back onto your story the reason why we're here <laughs> yeah, so we have um uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, there were there was options of rugby class. So he was eighteen months old, right? So I had rugby, I had football, um, uh, and I had and we had dance and we had gymnastics. 
Yeah. So uh, so the very generic, very generic classes that you could join. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I, you know, we touched on it. I, I, I um, I love football. I'm not a particular rugby person. Um, and um, so I took him <laughs> to 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 the football class. By the way, I have to be really careful at the moment not to say soccer. Um, because we're doing a lot in America at the moment, and I keep reminding myself not to say it. So I've gone the other way, <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we're so, not going to accept soccer on here, Kurt. So carry on with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was presenting. I was at a conference the other day, and I said soccer in this country, and and it uh, like you, it was like there was a big in in breath of everybody. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's more unusual when an English person says soccer than when an American person says soccer because we we come to expect it a little bit because that's what they say in in, in America. But when an English person says soccer, like what? Yeah, it's like when I because we obviously we're couch to coast. I've started calling it a couch rather than a settee, so people are like, no, it's a settee. I'm like, it was a couch. So because it's that's more of American terminology, isn't it? Yeah, that's funny because we have a franchisee in Sheffield, and he. Um, and he, he, he said, oh, should, should we have a meeting after tea? Yeah, uh, yeah. I No, 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 no. What he said was, sorry, I'll go back on that. He said, should we have a meeting after dinner? I said, yeah. bloody hell, it's a bit late. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. But he, he obviously, he thought lunch. He was, he was talking about lunch. Yeah, I call it, I call it dinner. dinner. I call time. it dinner and, dinner, and, dinner and tea. Yeah. School, yeah. school that does, I think. Yeah, yeah. You call it dinner and tea, yeah. Do you, yeah, well, you, yeah. you, you, you Ben, because you're kind of like in the middle, aren't you? Well, it's difficult for me because I've got my own sort of ways in which I would say dinner, tea, and then I obviously live with Rachel, who's closer to your side, and yeah. it's 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 real around there, you know, prim and proper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, we don't we, – we have supper in our house as well. <laughs> we don't really. <laughs> Goodness, that. Yeah, breakfast, breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, tea, supper, anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll get on with this story. Stop interrupting me. Sorry, sorry. So sorry. You, sorry. Went to, you went to the soccer class. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah. So sorry. Yeah. So um, I, I do this go off on tangents. So you have to bring me back. But um, so yeah. So uh, went to this went to this football class, right? And um, I went in the door and I was surrounded, and it was just just boys, right? They were eighteen months to two, and it was just boys, and it was, um, and, and I was just surrounded by dads. It was just dads and boys, yeah. And I thought, okay, that's that's okay, right? Let's get on with it. And um, and then the class went in, and they were being taught like real specifics of football, and I could, I just looked around me, and just I just felt a bit uncomfortable because. It was clear that those dads were taking their kids to football because they wanted their kids to be really good at football. And their philosophy was, and the culture was, well, let's take them to football as early as early as possible can because, you know, I really want them to be good at football, whether that's um, – I, I don't know the, the kind of psychological elements of that and why that's become our culture back then. We were talking like nine years ago, but – Eight years ago, but that was um, that was that was how it was. Yeah. And all all Caelan wanted to do was run. Mm. He he just loved running, and um, he he would. Uh, I mean, to be honest, and all the other kids in that class, I was just <laughs> they didn't want to 
do these real specifics of, of the of, of movement of what they were trying to get them to do to really pigeonhole them into football at 18 months old what they want to do was run because that's a natural thing that's that's one of the natural curiosities of children at that age um, yeah. is yeah. they will explore movements like they will explore different tastes or put things in them in their mouths or something you know when they're babies it's, it's that it's that kind of thing that they need to do. Um, and this, this brings me back to um, an episode of Bluey I was watching the other day. Oh, I love a bit of Bluey. Cool, right. I, I, I think actually when I first spoke to you, Kirk, when I was interested in becoming a franchisee at Mini Athletics, you mentioned Bluey to me and I'd never watched it. But since probably around about two months ago, um, shortly after, um, we, we'd been watching Bluey. It's now on repeat all the time. So I'm now going to appreciate this story. Now I hear it now. It, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me if I didn't say, producers of Bluey, if you're listening and you want to sponsor the podcast, let get in touch with us. We're more than happy to be sponsored by Bluey. If we can get Bluey on the podcast, that'd be even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so in this episode of Bluey, what they were doing was. Um, which I've talked to Ben about because I, I, I just love this. And I love the episode. It was so hard-hitting for me because um, it really kind of went with how I felt and what I was noticing with my own kids. And, and what happened, it's when they tidy their room, right? So Bluey and Bingo are, are tidying um, their bedrooms and they're going from – oh, no, they're tidying the playroom, right? Um, and, and they take one piece of uh, – of equipment from the playroom and they take it to the other side of the house because that's where they tidy it to. And uh, Bandit, the dad, right, is watching and he and he notices something. And he notices notices that um, every time they go from one side to the other, they they don't use the same pattern of movement twice. Right. And and there's and he and he goes, this is nuts. And um, and then he just sits there, he's doing the hoover and he sits down and he gets um uh can't think of his wife's name now but anyway uh mom, sit down. mom that's all i know my mom yeah yeah mom. Uh, so bandit and mom uh i'll just watch and and it goes on like this and it and and that was exactly what happened with me is that um you know i had a strength and conditioning background and i and one of the things was was really looking at people's movement but i hadn't really because i hadn't had kids of my own at that age really had a look at how they kind of moved and how they um, what had that explorative um, nature in terms yeah. of, of movement, yeah. and um, and then and that really hit home because um, that episode because it just reminded me back when I I really um, was uh, thinking about thinking about this with Kaylin, and um, so anyway, I come out of that class thinking that you know I just wasn't that impressed and. Um, and 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 I, I went back home to Claire and um, to Claire's my wife, and I said, "Look, I I just it I just didn't really like it. It's, it, it. it's trying to pigeonhole him into into football and football skills when all he really wants to do is run and jump and throw things and all that kind of stuff because that's what these natural curiosities are." Yeah. And she said, "Well." I don't think a class exists like that. Um, and you could try gymnastics, and we did, and that was okay, but it was kind of similar in its sort of um, structure and everything else. So she said, well, why don't we 
do something about that. Why don't we try and create something that does tap into that? Um, and so we did. And, um, and, and so in terms of your question is what, what is mini athletics? Well, what we created was a class that really taps into what children's natural curiosities are um, with, and what, they, what their movements should be and looks at that and progresses that and um, helps them with that. But also, um, and I realize I'm going on a bit here, but this is the last bit of my story, is that um, it, it, it tapped into, it also coincided with a, with a visit to Disney World. And we, we visited Disney World when Ken was quite young, when he was about 18 months, about this time. And we, we, we were just blown away. But I'd never been to Disney World before, and we were just blown away by it. And we were blown away by how we were treated and how um, the staff treated us and, and how... Um, and, it's, it's a fantastic spectacle, but how we were made to feel by the staff. And we were like, what if we put that together with sport? What if we put that together with like all the imaginative qualities of, of what children really love and put that together with amazing, amazing um, coaches that can actually deliver that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's what mini athletics is. It, it, it's, it's a look at the, the natural curiosities of the child, but really goes into imaginative play and, um, and is a really super positive environment for kids to, to play, play and learn sport. Sounds and I've obviously been speaking to Ben about mini athletics, so I do know a bit about it. So when I say what is that mini athletics, I do actually know. But for the listeners, and I suppose one thing I picked up on there as well is I can always remember doing like a manual handling course when we're kids. We do thing when we do we do things correctly all the time. Yeah, we only get bad habits as we get older. So when we're picking up a box, we bend at the back rather than bending his knees and and squatting down. Whereas when a child does it, they pick it up properly. And I suppose it's a similar kind of thing with running that or jumping or throwing they do the technique that is natural to them it's only when we become older that we become a bit lazy and we do things the easier way so is that something that you might tap into as well with kids um what as in um yeah possibly i mean um that's an interesting one that you picked up on that because um straight out of uni um when i, I mean i'm 40 now but so so this was about 20 18 years ago um I got a job. I won't tell. I won't tell where I got a job because um, uh, uh, I'm not. I don't have a huge amount of positive things to say about that. But yeah, don't, don't mention them. We don't want them sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my, what my job was because I did um, uh, sports rehabilitation at university. What my job was um, was to look at uh, postures, right, and, and right, yeah. manual handling. And I had to go to sewage works and and tell these these guys that have been doing the job for 20 years, how to lift a manhole cover. I was 22. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and they were like, they looked at me and, yeah, in a, in a, and I had to figure out how, how on earth am I meant to get across? This is how you lift the cover without being really um, condescending and not really particularly that interesting. So I looked at, so I looked at babies yeah. Um, and looked at their postures. And um, and and if you see a baby when they sit up, it, it, their postures are incredible, right? They're bold. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at why that was, and, and it was uh, basically, I'd cut a long story short, it was because they didn't have the um, musculature or the strength to because their heads are so heavy. 
yeah. to go out of their base of support, they'll just fall forward. So they have to yeah. be in this perfect in these perfect postures. Yeah, and so um, and, as, and as adults, we do we just become lazy. We just yeah. our posture, we we build the muscles up, and we become lazy because it's easier to to slouch in a chair. It's easier to bend by picking a, picking up a box by bending the back. Easier when we're running to not run properly because it's it's just easier, I suppose. It is, yeah, and um, yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, and once I um sort of talk to them about that, then then they I've got a greater buy-in. But but in in terms of um, you know, kids, uh, postures and strength and stuff like that, that is some that is a key element of of the class. But it's very disguised. It's very disguised yeah. within um, within the imaginative qualities. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think the, the the biggest surprise for me um, was my story into mini athletics which was at the the running show it's very very similar to yours to some extent kirk in terms of taking your son to a class we stumbled across mini athletics really at the the running show um and took our daughters me and rachel to the taster session that was on there and we were absolutely blown away by how engaged they were with the class um and as you say like they, they just want to run they want to jump they want to throw they want to do all the things which you tell them they shouldn't be doing in the living room at home um it, it's it's all about like making sure that for us that they were enjoying the class but getting involved um and experience of going to like a dance class with billy particularly she can't sit on a mat for too long and do the instructions that are given but mini athletics allowed her to be creative with her movements allowed her to get up and run when she wanted to um and we just found it was so engaging for the children i think that's now something i'm seeing as i'm coaching the classes myself is that we get a variety of children that really you know come out of their shells when it comes to the classes with their own sort of confidence and then we have the children that really struggle when they come to follow instruction, but now they're after a few weeks getting used to the pattern of the classes and really developing. Um, so I think it's it, it's great for teaching the children all these things. What I want to get onto is your passion for changing your career at the start. I guess was why you got into mini athletics. What's your passion now that mini athletics is is set up? Is it, is it changing more to getting children active? Is it carrying on and developing mini athletics even further? Where does the passion lie? Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a really good question because when we started, it was very kind of hands-on and I can see, I could, I could see the kids and see, um, you know, what impact we were having. And that was incredibly rewarding. But um, at the same time, we wanted, we realized we had something um, pretty early on um, and we, we wanted to really expand. And so we chose the franchising route because we wanted to work with people that, <laughs> you've just explained it, we wanted to work with people like you. We wanted to work with people that really cared as much as what we did about, yeah, like about, um the pro the program and and um, what we were doing and also creating a good business for them and their their lives like we did so um, so that meant we had to come out we had to come out of 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 our own little business it, it wasn't a little business actually it was quite big uh, our own um, uh, franchise 
um, and uh, which was, like I say, quite sizable by the time that we'd uh, decided we were going to expand into other regions. So what what is the passion now? Well, so actually, I just want to stop you there. I've asked you a question, but I want to go back a little bit. Yeah. What was the first class like? Um, well, <laughs> well, back then we thought it was really good, but then looking back on it, it was absolutely shit. <laughs> don't worry we'll bleep that out <laughs> don't worry don't worry <laughs> yeah it was really bad um so did you lead it or did, did claire lead it or did you have a coach or no so no no um i did it okay and yeah. was, it, was it for those that don't know mini athletics in in more detail from what kirk's explained it already uh the classes normally have an imaginative theme um i delivered a uh, uh, aeroplanes today which was great so this is children transferring markers to one end of the hall imagining their aeroplanes and getting them involved arms out running along um so they're all theme based absolutely brilliant classes with different themes yeah. and the children buying was it, were you still on themes at that point or was it more because uh, mini athletics for those that are trying to understand it and imagine it it's not children running laps of halls it's not children doing the high jump and and all that sort of stuff so what was what was the first class you led it what what was it about um well um <laughs> right so the first class um i mean when, when we were doing it we thought well um i thought it was really good because we had all these like ideas and we put all um, it, it was so complicated um it was it was incredibly complicated which meant um we delivered it okay but then when it came to actually recruiting coaches where it was very very tricky because i had all this stuff that i were going to give her like so confusing but um we, there was not seemed uh, on that very first class because we had to really learn what worked and what didn't this was yeah. brand new the, these yeah. were games we had to create a really unique product a really unique program that had never been done before we're not interested in taking games from anywhere else yeah every game had to be unique um and so it was very much trial and error and so that very first class was we learned a lot but the, but the second class w was a little bit better and then it got better and it got better because we realized we, we found our way but um yeah the, the development of the program was really tough and it was really, um, you know, there was a lot of, there were a lot of times when you would think, am I, is, you know, is this, is this going is to be worth it? Yeah. Is it, is it worth it? Am I, am I good enough? Yeah. Um, and I, think, I still think that today, right? Is that's, that's a question I always ask myself. Am I good enough? Um, that goes with anything, doesn't it? I mean, for the listeners of, uh, on the show that are runners, it's like with your running training. Sometimes you do a run, it's not very good. And you think, oh, is it worth it? Am I good enough? Can I get to that objective? Can I get to that goal? But it's like we talk about consistency a lot on the show. If you're consistent with anything that you do, you'll get better. So I guess consistently running those classes and making sure that you're turning up and, and delivering what you feel is the from. best you can do, you're going to get better, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it, it, Absolutely, and by um, listening to you know, if, if, if you're a runner and listening to people like you, and and, um, and 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 gaining sort of inspiration from 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 things that is so important yeah. um, to bring you through those those periods of of self doubt 
um, because in business, there you would if you if you've got a business, there will always be periods of self doubt, um, and that is um, and, and that is exactly the same as running. I, I, I'm not I'm, I um, I run. Uh, Claire runs a lot, but I run, but but um, I'm not very good. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about your PBs in a minute. We have to get on to that question. No, it's coming. No. <laughs> it's, coming. it's coming. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So um, yeah. Absolutely. I can't remember what the question was now. But yeah. <laughs> it was looking at your first classes. So it, you, in your words, it wasn't very good. You oh, were yeah. consistently showing up. It wasn't themed. Um, how how did it sort of develop into what it is now? Yeah, just just by um, time and looking at what worked and what didn't, and um, a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, to to get it to what it is, and it just developed over time. But what I would say is that um, the first year it really developed into 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 something that we really believed in and we we um, were really happy with. But then when we went with the franchising model and we start to bring franchisees in, that was also when it really started to develop. We started yeah. to get people in from different backgrounds that were um, you know, in jobs in, in different areas and they would add elements to, to the program, to, to the business that we would. And, that, and that's, that's what it's like with us is that we are, we, we, we try to be as collaborative as, as we can to learn from the network of the team, which is quite big now and spans across five countries. Um, and everybody brings something different to the party, which we need to learn from. So you say five countries. I know it's all over the UK. Mm. So where where are many athletic franchises at? So yeah, have, so, I believe there's some in America. You mentioned America, so I presume there's America. Well, uh, well, not yet. Uh, okay. Um, so we've only just started where we have. It's been eighteen months to 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 get to where we are now, and um, we are we are looking now to start the marketing and promotion to America. So we will okay um, start that push. Um, well, probably next month. Um, yeah. Once we have everything in line, so we're in the UAE. We've got an amazing uh, master franchisee in the UAE called Amir, um, and uh, we are in um, Ireland, Northern Ireland, um, which is amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. So Claire, Claire is from Northern Ireland, and um, uh, th- th- this was when when I first saw classes in Northern Ireland. It was quite emotional. Because oh, yeah. Claire lived through the troubles in Northern Ireland, so really, yeah, yeah, like bomb scares were, um, and bombs uh, were mm. very um, sort of almost second nature. I mean, um, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty scary times when she was she she lived in Derry, um, but now it's 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 such a lovely place, and um, and also we get. It, you know, in in Northern Ireland, it doesn't. It's so. It's such an inclusive class because it's not. It's not rugby. It's not football. It's not Gaelic. It's so um, neutral. Yeah. And um, and that was that's one of the things, right? Is is that the and this this really and when when I go down to to places like. Um, 
Forest Gate, where the classes are really diverse and they really appeal to so many different cultures, ethnicities, nationalities. Um, and that's that's incredible. That's such an incredible feeling seeing those classes. Yeah, yeah. Um, similar scenario with YouTube, I suppose. When <clears throat> took my son to football, went to a couple of sessions, and all he was interested was talking to other other children and running around. He, he, the, the ball at his feet, not really that bothered about it, just running around. And he's he started doing karate now and he enjoys doing martial arts. And that's that is giving him that, that edge that he wants to have. But we haven't got anything around here, many athletics. So maybe if there's anybody listening from Stoke-on-Trent that wants to have a franchise, get in contact with Kirk. He might be happy to set something up for Stoke-on-Trent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... It's finding that thing for that person, isn't it? For that that kid. And mini athletics sounds like it is quite a neutral thing to do that gets them into sport. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. It, it's about so many things, but that that is that is the that is the big, biggest thing is 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 getting children active in a way that they've never experienced before um, and uh, and that is still top of the top of the real, real sort of pride yeah you know, really proud of, of, of what we're all achieving from that perspective but the couch to coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players if you like what you hear in this episode please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running we're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing we rely on you the listeners to get the word out there about this show so please whilst you're listening remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings finally you can stay up to date with all things couch to coached over on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok just search for couch to coached What would you advise if you were thinking to yourself, so if a parent was thinking to himself, uh, I'm thinking of getting my kid into into sport, into athletics, what would you advise other than obviously coming to mini athletics? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I think Ben might be uh, better off um, answering that one because, I mean, obviously when they're aged one to seven, we'd say come to mini athletics because you can't go wrong. But um, <laughs> past seven, um, it's it's really difficult. I have to be careful here what I say um, about the UK and England athletics, and not to get um, too political. But um, we we have thousands of children in our program, and um, the um, the the number of kids that actually go on and once they finish with us, because we only take them till their eighth birthday. And if they finish with us, they have nowhere to go from an athletic yeah. point of view um, in in many, many areas. Now, some areas do it really well, and they have clubs, and it's fantastic. And it, but there's too many areas where it, there's this gap where, okay, franchisees have done an amazing job with this kid, and where do they go now? Well, mm. guess where they go? Where do you think they go? Football, 
There you go. Yeah, football, yeah, yeah, the generic, and, generic. And that's okay, right? I didn't start. I didn't, we didn't start this business to, to increase the levels of um, participation in athletics. We didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, right. I don't really care about that. What we started it for was um, we wanted more kids to be active and wanted to enjoy yeah. being that and learn how to move. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was what we started. And so, so the fact that they're going to football, now my son plays football, right? He loves it. The fact that they're going to, and by the way, that's because there's nothing around here from an athletics point of view. But um, uh, the fact they're going to football and they've got this this passion for sport because of mini athletics in a really positive environment they're in, great. That's that's what we want to do. But if you're looking at and if and if and if you care about participation levels in athletics, well, there's a fundamental problem in this country, is that um, at that that, that and it and. and we we've got thousands of kids that we're passing on to nothing in terms of we're we're already seeing in in our area um our classes on a a saturday morning there's a couple of children in that class that have coming up to or reached their eighth birthday in the short time that we've been doing it and we're quite lucky in this area because we've got birmingham university uh have great track facilities um there's um, former athletes, um, I won't name them, that are doing some great stuff down there at Birmingham uh, Athletics Academy. And they take the children, I think, from, uh, I think it is eight years old. I might be wrong on that. But we're already seeing people that are coming to our classes. And it, it pains me a little bit when they say we're going to real athletics. But I've got to be accepting of the fact that they're going to a track environment. They're going yeah. to run laps of tracks. They're going to learn proper running technique. But I get really proud of the fact that they've come and they've started that journey with us, whether that they've only been with us because they could only have been with us for, let's say, two or three months. Um, mm. They're now getting an enjoyment for athletics and actively going and seeking the opportunity to join athletics. And it's not like that in every area, but we're lucky enough to be seeing that here. Um that they want to go off and do real athletics. And we've got local running clubs that take uh, children of a similar age. But what I always say to the parents, because I've, asked, I've, asked, I've been asked this question a few times by the parents when the children are sort of seven in our minis class and they've maybe got another eight or nine months um, left, is my child okay to stay here? And the answer I always give them is absolutely yes. They need to stay here for as long as they are getting enjoyment from it because as a running coach, I know that when you join a club, an athletics running club where it is about performance, you lose you lose an element of that enjoyment. Yeah, the fun. The fun and is that's what I think you've got to give children when it comes to activity, uh, physical education is fun, right? Yeah. It's all about fun. Yeah, that's that's all that kids want, isn't it? Kids, I suppose, the fathers and the mothers uh, of the children are the people that want to push them into something. It's not all, not always, but like I say, when they want them to do well in football, they want them to do well in rugby, they want them to do well in athletics. The kids are like, the kids are like, oh, I just want to go and have fun. And if it's not fun, they're not going to learn anything. They're not going to want to do it. And that's where they get to the age of 16, 17. And, and you see quite a lot of the time where they get to that point of where they make that choice and they just say, oh, I'm not bothered now. I'm not going to do it anymore. And they, they stop completely any activity. Yeah. And that's where they get into trouble, I suppose. They, they, they're trying to fill the void that they've got with football, fill the void with athletics and fill the voids of rugby or whatever they do. And that's when they get into trouble. And they go out drinking and smoking and getting in with gangs and things. 
So, yeah, I think making sure it's fun is really important for for kids. I mean, I, and, and, and adults, I suppose, as well. I'm going to be that guy that brings up the statistics. I'm going to, I'm Go going to do it. So Normally, I, it's me. Normally, I bring the stats. So one <laughs> of the things that I have taken an interest in, I've got it here because I knew Kurt was coming on, and we're going to talk about activity in children. But the Sport England, uh, they do a um, an active lives survey. Um, which they release every year. And I think the most recent one, which I could find that was released, which was for 21 to 22, basically said that on chief medical officer's guidelines that children should be doing at least 60 minutes of activity per day, the number was 47.2%, which is a great figure because what they're reporting it as is basically going back to pre-pandemic levels. But it's actually less than 50% of the children in the population are getting enough exercise, which is... Not enough. No. Have you seen the Australia figures? No. Oh, they're significantly more. I can't exactly remember what it was, but one last time I saw it, it was like almost double. Wow. Um, when sport and green space and living an outdoor active lifestyle it is yeah. is. I mean, the weather doesn't help over here, right? We've yeah, absolutely. we've cancelled. Well, moved the last four of our five outdoor venue classes on a Saturday morning to an indoor space, which doesn't help. But they they do live a more active lifestyle in Australia. We yeah, witnessed yeah. that when we went there a few years ago. Yeah, they absolutely do, and um, the weather and possibly the culture. But um, uh, yeah, it's 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 astounding how how different it is. But um, yeah, and and that was that. Yeah, and there's so many points that I want to address there is because. Uh, when, in my previous job, um, I used to um, have to go to, when I was um, with the Lawn Tennis Association, I had to go to, to look at players that were juniors as well, the very high-level juniors, and I had to look at like intervention and all these different movement-based stuff. Um, and that is, that's like one level of where you'll get parents that are fantastic with with their with their kids and uh, and that that kind of um, I spoke to Ross Burberry about this. He's a is the he's actually a fitness coach. At, he's actually head of performance at Derby County at the moment. But he um, he's one of my one of my close friends. He he was saying that um, he, the 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 things that parents say to their kids when they play sport is so important and you're so impressionable. Yeah. Um, that you don't even realize it. Uh, that it, it, it is in, you're incredibly impressionable. You have such a role to play as a parent when your kids are playing sport. And now Ken is playing football and he's like age nine. Um, I, I see parents still, even this day and age, shouting at their, 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 uh, their, their boys on the side of the pitch. And that's amateur level, right? And even, yeah. even when I was at, with the LTA, is that um, at the high level, I've seen some, some really appalling behavior from parents. But, um, but also I had to, um, yeah, I'm very competitive as well. So when Kane comes off the pitch, I have to, have to really be careful about what I say. And even that, that ride home in the car, I have to be careful about what I say because it's, mm. um, I don't want to tell him he's had a bad game. I don't want to tell him that he could have done this, that, and that better. Because what are we actually trying to achieve here? I know he's not going to be a professional footballer. I prefer him not to be. I know he's not going to be a professional athlete. So what am I trying to achieve as a parent? Well, 
what's the end goal? The end goal is for him to be really healthy and love playing sport when he is my age. If he's yeah. playing sport throughout his life when he is my age, that is job done for me. Um, and that's what we want to achieve at Mini Athletics is if we create this environment and we almost educate parents as well to get involved where, um, where they can um, in the session, we can start to create this bond through sport. And if that yeah. bond is really tight and it's, and it's actually a, a bond that's built around enjoyment and the love of sport rather than I really need you to be good at this because this is going to be you know, socially, yeah. uh, uh, socially very good for us. If you're really good at football, I can boast about it with my friends and everything else. It's yeah. not why your kids should be playing sport. Your kids should be playing sport because you want to be healthy, you want to be active when they're older. That's, yeah. that's the key. The reason I the reason we we take Arthur to, to to martial arts and karate is to 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 instill that listening and the discipline I suppose a little bit of discipline and the listening and the skills and things yeah. like that because he's like me he bounces around and he's he's quite a um, bouncy child and doesn't listen and sociably he just goes over to anybody and talks to anybody so we want to instill that in him that you have to be concentrating you have to listen and I think that's why and for me as well when I started running again. The reason I started running was so I could do things with Arthur. You just touched on that where you were saying that getting them, in, getting parents involved, and I find that a beneficial for me because I want to be able to be able to run around and play cricket, or I want to be able to play football, and I want to be able to go and run, come and come and race me, Daddy, and uh, I run after him and chase after him and whatever. He beats so it's you, really important. He beats you every yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. yeah, he does. Rob's trying Although to be Although I am, I am I, well, apparently I, I am sure. quite fast. <laughs> yeah, I need another coach, I think. I need a sprint coach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's really important. And I see it, or I've, I have seen it in the past. My eldest um, son, 16 years now, he was playing football and I think he was about 12 and he got dropped because the, the coach was quite adamant that he wanted to win. <laughs> he wanted to win everything. And, and Bradley wasn't the best. He wasn't the worst, but he wasn't the best. And he was dropped. And that completely and utterly knocked his confidence. And since that day, he hasn't played in a football team. Uh, he's played cricket now instead. And he's really good at football because he plays football with me on a Tuesday sometimes. And he's, he's fantastic. But because of that day where he was dropped, I can remember, I can remember it vividly. It, it, it was mortifying for him and really hard for him but it was even harder for me to be able to have to sit down with him and say it'll be okay don't worry about it you'll be fine we'll find something else for you um and they've gone on now and they've, they've won things but all the kids that are getting to that point now have decided that they want to play football anyway so what was it all what was all benefit all about yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. You've 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 destroyed somebody potentially destroyed somebody's self esteem around the football because of you wanting yeah. to win a few games. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that that probably gives us a an answer to the question that I asked before we all went off on this this sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> Which that was my fault that we went off on the sidetrack. Um, I'm like a politician. <laughs> the passion then i think it's come out in that conversation for you is is it now does it now lie in getting children active is it is that what it is now all about now you've got it set up yeah it is yeah it's it's um it, it's about so many things but that that is that is the that is the big biggest thing is 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 getting children active in a way that they've never experienced before um, and uh, 
and that is still top of the top of the real, real sort of pride. Yeah, you know, really proud of 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 what we're all all achieving from that perspective. But also, it's about um, uh, trying to spread this message. This message needs spreading um, of um, you know creating a, an environment of uh, for sport that is that is super positive and built around um, movement competencies. That, that message needs spreading um, across the world. And that, that's really what I'm passionate about now is not just the expansion in the UK because that's going very, very well. It's now can we take it to, to for example, the States? Um, mm. There is work to do over there um, and uh, we want to be in the forefront of that. Mm. Mm. What's, their, what's their culture like around sport? Um, uh, amazing. Um they, uh, we, we, I don't know. Have you been? Have you been over to the states much? Never, never, okay. never been. I'd love to. So, if anybody from the United States wants to sponsor the podcast, they want to send us across there. I'm more than happy to go across to, to the states. We've got, we've got listeners in the states. We have got. <laughs> we have got listeners in the states. In the states. Yeah. Okay, it's, wow. it's the second biggie. So we've got the UK. We're most listened to in the UK, but the United States is the second biggest listeners. So hello to our American friends. Yeah, uh, um, we, we we I absolutely love American sport. Um, uh, I, I, I absolutely adore it. I, I just um. And it is it is incredible. I love I love all the drama around it. Um, Are we talking soccer or football? <laughs> I, their, their soccer needs a bit of work. That's their face it, right? But I mean the baseball, baseball, and the, the American football and the NFL, and um, yeah. it's just it's just incredible. But but if you look at their biggest sports, um, you know, American football, baseball, what are they all built around? What is the drafts built around? Run, jump, and throw. Yeah. <laughs> What's mini athletics all about? Run, jump, and throw. Yeah, How can yeah. we not go over there and not succeed? I mean, as long yeah. as we have the right message and the right, you know, um, the, the right marketing promotion behind what we're trying to achieve, um, they're a sport-loving country. They, they absolutely adore their sport. And... Um, uh, and what we're doing is is only going to enhance uh, the, the 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 movement competencies of children to to then go into the uh, big national sports and really enjoy them. There's so many opportunities from the for them after they they'll they'll graduate from mini athletics. So um, yeah, we 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 can't wait to get over there and 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 start um, and start really. I mean, athletics yeah. thrives in America a lot more than it does in the UK because of the college system, right? Not, I mean, not to mention that that, that athletics in the UK is so underfunded. Um, it, it's well, just we we had Adam Burgess on the Olympian who talked about the funding in in any sort of the Olympian Olympic sports is quite underfunded, but in America they do the college system. So if we're Thinking mini athletics from you know one to eighth birthday directly feeds into those children going into schools and then on to colleges. We're giving them that really early start, aren't we? And if the parents are dreaming about producing athletes, like parents in the UK might dream about producing footballers, you've got to think that it's going to go quite well in America. Yeah, although um, I don't want them to think that way. Um, no. I don't want them to come to mini athletics and think 
I really want to make him into a really amazing athlete, right? Yeah. Because that's not what we're all about, yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah. To be happy. You know that better Joe. than anyone. And I think um, – but but I absolutely agree with you. I think I think, I think think there will be that. Um, but not wanting, um, to, not wanting to think like that is why your, your process of finding franchisees is yeah. – quite I, I've never I've never been down this route before it's quite unique yeah. in the sense that we had numerous chats beforehand yeah and I guess that was your way of seeing whether the people that you're going to allow to be franchises because that's what it is and you're still allowed you were still allowed, still the, dodgy allowed brummy lad. <laughs> the, dodgy, the dodgy brummy lad to be your franchisee ben, ben, I have to say at this point Ben is such an amazing person for many of so he like um what you've done in the first three months um has been unmatchable uh and um uh, and you know it has been and it's been incredible for for those kids in in south birmingham and um yeah we, yeah so it is um it, it is it is it has been incredible for for, for us and and yeah you're absolutely right so so carry on your point sorry John. So, yeah so my point was it's it's i mean i was living that moment for a little bit longer <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, you're gonna have that on replay the next, the next couple of weeks. yeah yeah I remember what you said kirk remember what you said kirk? <laughs> um no it's it's about, I think, your process is finding the right fit for mini athletics. And if we're talking about America, the process of you finding franchisees in the UK is going to be the same as what it is in America. It's people approaching you because they're interested, but finding out that the reasons why they want to get involved, because it, it can't be about um, parents wanting to produce megastar athletes. It needs to be about fun. And you'll know instantly whether the person you're about to potentially open a franchise with is on your train of thought and that's so crucial yeah you're right um absolutely it's gonna be it's gonna be a um uh we'll sort of test the water and see um how we get on in terms of that recruitment strategy that we have in the uk and whether that really um needs sort of altering in, in the us and, and seeing how how we're going to do that but um yeah you're, you're absolutely right because it, it is so geared i mean People won't necessarily bring their kids to mini athletics because they really want their kids to be an athlete here in this country because it's just not that culture. Yeah, but, um, there is that. I believe there probably is that culture, like you pointed out in in the US. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I feel confident that we can, um, uh, you know, change their perceptions of that. Yeah, good. So, if people are thinking now, listening to this. Um, in, in England, America, Ireland, UAE. Could we have got listeners in UAE as well? Uh, they're thinking we want to access mini athletics. What can they do? How do they do it? Um, what well, if they if they've got a kid? Obviously, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the crux of it. If you haven't got a kid, uh, you can pass on. That. Well, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, we did. A funny story on that. I did have my very first scare in a class the other day when we were setting up the class, and uh, it's in a leisure centre, and the toilets are upstairs, and we're we're downstairs, and we're about two minutes to the start of this class, and this lady walks in, grandmother to a what a, a child, 
Um, but I didn't realise in my panic that the child was upstairs with the mother using the toilets and the grandma wanted to come in. I was like, I'm, I'm hoping she's understood that this is mini athletics. I really <laughs> hope that she doesn't think it's like a it's class, athletics, a class in a leisure centre. For, for, for a lady called Mini. Yeah. <laughs> but a, a couple of minutes into the class, we were doing our warm-up, we were waking up Gogo and in, in came the child to greet grandma. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> Moment of panic. Yes. How do children? How do parents and children access mini athletics, Kirk? Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, right. Well, they, they go to their website, so miniathletics.com, um, and then they'll uh, can go to the map and they can put the postcode and they can uh, find a class from there. Um, hopefully, if we if we have one in that area, there are still areas in the UK um, that we that we need to sell in terms of uh, franchise areas on many now but there are um, some so they might not be classed in your area but a majority of areas they probably will be and if somebody's thinking to themselves i'm really interested in being a french franchisee i really think i might want to broaden my horizons and do something different how can they get in how, how can they get in contact with you about possibly doing that yeah so we have a new website for that so that's miniathleticsfranchising.co.uk um in okay. the us it'll soon be miniathleticsfranchising.com um and the uae it'll be mini <laughs> but i could keep going on but there'll be specific um franchising websites for the different regions um the US yeah. one comes out in next week so um uh, yeah, so uh, you can go down. You'll see lots of information on ways that you can become involved. But yeah, and cool. we're a little bit away off from this event. But are we in the running show this year? Yes. Yeah. 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 The running well, show is January. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's the weekend of my wedding. Oh, the weekend. Of I get my get married on the on the on the in, in, that, in that weekend. So I know well, where I'd Congratulations. <laughs> So thank you, thank you. Have a wedding at the running show, but it'll be yeah. He's not going to be at the running show. I am. Right, I was yeah. supposed to go last year, but I didn't actually get the chance to go. I think it, it falls on the same weekend as me at eldest son's birthday, as well as his the twenty second. So it's also now probably going to fall on your anniversary for the rest of the time. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting brownie points is going to be impossible if I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reason I mention it, it's it's quite uh, close to mine and Rachel's hearts in terms of how we stumbled across mini athletics because it literally was stumbling across mini athletics. But it's um, it's such an a, an event that people travel from all over the country to come to. So if you are listening to this and you've got tickets for the running show, I think it's worth heading along, checking out mini athletics, and you can obviously get and understand a little bit more about what it's about. Absolutely, yeah. I'll, I'll be there. I, I hope you'll be there as well, Ben. Hopefully, so that we, I haven't talked to you about that yet. But um, depends, then, depends uh, if I've got an invite to the wedding or not. <laughs> you can't come on. It can't come on the twentieth. That's the day of the wedding. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? The Saturday? Is it? That's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I've got spanner in the works. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you've got a cho- you've got a choice. You've got to either impress the boss or impress your co-host. Well, we, we, I mean, we'll, we'll discuss it off air, but we have already yeah. done, we have already spoke about attending both, so we'll yeah. we'll see how yeah. we get on. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So it'll be, yeah, be, yeah, I'll be there, and I'll be I'll be speaking as well. So that'll be um, interesting. Um, they can shut me up. <laughs> and the last question, we said it earlier. We ask this of every person. What are your personal bests? Right. So five, five k, ten k, half marathon, and marathon. Right. Done it, right. Done. Uh, well, so I, <laughs> I, I'm not really a runner. 
Um, I, I played tennis. We've had this before. We've had this before. Somebody says, oh, I'm not really a runner. And then they go, yeah, I've got an 18-minute 5K. I've got a, a, a 1-minute 35 PB for half marathon. So, go on. No, I, no, I, pre- I, no pressure I, now. I've no never done a half marathon. I've never done a marathon. But I used to run okay. 10Ks when I was, when I was uh, in my um, 20s and stuff. And I, I didn't, like, um, I think it was, uh, I did 46 minutes or something for a 10K. That's good. Yeah, that was, it was all right, but I'm not. Um, uh, but my wife is um, more of a runner than I am. Um, and do you run now, uh, keeping fit? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, um, because uh, you know it's. But I don't. I I be, I'm, I'm careful not to try and get into that loop of. Uh, this is probably everything that you don't want to hear, but I'm careful <laughs> against that loop of of timing myself. Because it's, um, uh, I have to, I have to, I, I quite like running to have time where I can be creative. Yeah. Well, last week or this week, because the episode we were doing before, we, we were talking about how we use running to think about things and how we formulate plans in his head if we've got something yeah. coming up like a job interview and things. And the week before that, we were talking about, getting rid of the watch and not even timing yourself, not looking at your heart rate and just going out running because you enjoy running and you want to just do running. So it is music to our ears that you're actually saying that, Kirk, that you just go out because of the enjoyment of it yeah. and the creativity of it. So That's right, yeah. And I find that it comes in, so I'll do like the first K and then um, I, and my head will be all like with different things and, and, and then it all starts, I'll get some kind of clarity of, and, and it yeah. will start to if I focus on my breathing and and um, uh, and some of the stuff that you did with the podcast with the canoeist, I can't remember his name now. Adam. Uh, Adam, Adam which is amazing with his breathing, which I listened to. It's a fantastic episode. Um, uh, and then and then I can be, start to become a lot more creative. And part of this role is to be very creative. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's what I love running. That's why I love running, not because of times, but because of how it can um, fuel that creativity. And yeah. do you and Claire get to go out running together? or? Do oh, you... my God, we get the balls. That's what I mean. Me and Rachel get a lot of enjoyment from running together, but it doesn't happen very often. Obviously, when the children come along, you sort of running careers go in opposite directions because one of you is always left at home. Um, but... What if one of you wanted to go faster than the other? And what if one? What, what if you weren't bringing? You were being. You were being, or Rachel was being held back by you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of them. Uh, I mean. See, I think Ben is Ben is Rachel's coach, so Rachel will do as what Ben not, says. Not <laughs> when she wasn't injured, I tried to coach her, and we had arguments, we had tears, mostly from me. But <laughs> we've we've decided when she comes back from injury fully, which is now on the way back, I'm not going to be a coach. But mini athletics is actually with a change of career that we've done has given us a little bit more time in terms of family time and time together because we're not constantly in an office and we're you know now self-employed we are enjoying the opportunity to go running together um and it it's you know one of those things we're appreciative of we can have time to have a run along and think about a few ideas and and use that as a way where we've not got the distractions of the kids and stuff but i think so much can come from running and and sport in general right it's yeah. it's so yeah. important yeah i, I agree 
Well, we've been talking for an hour. So I think it's about time we said thank you very much, Kurt, for coming on. Um, and hope all goes well with America. I say this to every single guest, and we will start to go around to getting people back on. We will get you back on to the podcast, and we will ask the question, how has it gone down in America? And what kind of differences you're finding between the England and, and the UK and also America? So thank you very much for coming on. It's been really good. And uh, if anybody is interested... Miniathletics.co.uk. Is it .com, did you say? Yeah, miniathletics.com. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, you can also follow on Instagram, Kirk. Is that right? Yeah, it's Miniathletics UK. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah thank you very much, Kirk. Thanks, Ben. Really Cheers. Thanks very much. Thank you. There you go. Uh, a very enlightening interview. A very um, passionate guy uh, uh, that wants to get children into sport into athletics and that came across really really well and i think yeah the passion is what there. he was yeah what he was saying i completely agree with when i talk about my kids and wanting to be active for my kids and then wanting them to be active and not be into sport because they're forced into sport or forced into athletics but they want to be yeah. in sport and they want to enjoy it and they do enjoy it i mean it's it's takes me back to the very first few episodes we did when we spoke about Amelia doing her first park run. Yeah, yeah. And that park run, she did 200 meters. She turned around. Rachel had to carry her back to the start line. And she wasn't interested. She didn't want to do it. And me and Rachel were quite sort of, you know, upset by that really because we're big runners and we wanted to get Amelia into running. And we thought that was it. That's the end of it. Um, and that was in the November and then in the January we went to that running show we stumbled across mini athletics and her confidence has come on so much more through being encouraged to enjoy sport at her own pace in her own style with our Mm. support and with the support of um, her going to her own mini athletics class uh, with Steph who's one of the other franchisees over in Stratford um, and Solihull Um, and since then, she's done two of the children's fun runs at local run-through events, which are yeah. probably arguably more daunting than a park run because mm-hmm. they have to yeah. get fanfare, they have people spectating, they have the big arches over the thing, you have to put a number on your top. And she did a most recent one at Solihull, and she absolutely loved it. And I'm, I'm saying that is down to mini athletics and the confidence that she's got from doing sport it doesn't have to be athletics, but being encouraged in the right way. Um, yeah. And as Kirk said, making sure my behaviours and Rachel's behaviours and the behaviours of the coaches that she's seeing are encouraging her and nurturing her, her enthusiasm for sport, which she's clearly got. Yeah. And if that, that is the thing, isn't it? It's about nurturing rather than forcing. Because we've all seen it. I've seen it before with, with mums and not just mums and well, mums and dads standing at the sideline, abusing not just their kid, but other kids and the referee. And even though we say show respect and things like that, it doesn't always happen. So I think it's really important that you've got that, the naturalness. Mm. Yeah. Naturalness? I don't know if that's a word. Naturalness of <laughs> sport, <laughs> of running, throwing, jumping yeah. through mini athletics. But the imaginative side of it as well. And I like, because I know I speak to you on, on a regular basis and you talk yeah. about what you're doing this week. And I've seen on Instagram, you're doing pirates, you're doing sharks, you're doing 
Marvel and you're doing, like you were saying in the podcast, you're doing other things around aeroplanes. And it's that's the imagination. And that's when when, when Arthur comes back from nursery or goes to the holiday club that he's going to, the things that stick in his mind is the imagination. Yeah, oh, yeah we played this. Yeah. We were playing Doctors or we were playing we were playing um, we were playing Marvel. I was Spider Man. That's what that's what kids remember. It's the key thing, and I always say it to the parents that when they bring their child along to one of the taster sessions um, and it's their first time, I get down to the level and I speak to the children. I find yeah. out about what they're interested in. You know, yeah. you know, we're going to do an aeroplanes class today. Do you like aeroplanes? And talk to them. I don't say to them, look, we're going to do lots of running. We're going to do lots of jumping. We're going to do lots yeah. of throwing because that might be off-putting. You talked yeah. about the imaginative theme. Um, and I say and what, to we, what, parents, are you, what are you called? Are you called something like Imagine Imagineers? Uh, amazing ears. I'm, I always say Imagineers. Amazing, amazing ears. ears. Um, yeah. So it's about basically giving the children the opportunity to come into sport and do the things they're comfortable with. And I say to yeah. the parents, they're going to do athletics. Please don't think they're not going to do athletics. They are. But the parents need to know what they're doing. They're enjoying yeah. themselves. They're taking the imaginary theme, but all the fundamentals that you're taught as an adult in athletics, agility, balance, coordination, that's there. They're doing yeah. that. But what we're yeah. also working on is their social confidence, socializing with other children, other adults, other parents, yeah. coaches, following instruction. Um, mm. It's giving them all these, so many different benefits that you get from mm. a child joining in with yeah. not just athletics, not just mini athletics, but with sport, but particularly mm. mini athletics, I'm going to say it because it is the business I'm in. Um, it, it's done in such a different way. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough, um, yeah. obviously. But if you've got access to a mini athletics um, class or free event, because we do do free events in the community, sometimes festivals, go along and experience it. The running show, go along and experience it because the enjoyment your child gets and the look on their face when they've achieved the completion of the game is brilliant. And the reward you feel from that will make you want to do it again. Yeah. And I suppose parents will pick up tips from you as well watching you so oh, oh so i can remember ben doing this or i can remember rachel doing this or i can remember kurt doing this so they then can translate that into kind of because i i've been there you, you're on a holiday or you're at home and you're thinking what can i do especially during now during the six weeks holidays what can i do with my kid yeah. that will keep them entertained for a, a, a length of time Keep them active. Yeah, wear them out. Wear them out so they go to bed. Yeah, I mean it's funny because Kurt talked about that episode of Bluey with the tidying up. Yeah, yeah. And do you know, probably large portions of the class is basically tidy up time. Yeah, but it's yeah. making it fun. It's Make picking it fun. up markers, and it's you know I sit on my on on my bum in every class in the middle of the hall or the, the field where we're doing it, and I'm asking children to pick up the red pointy cones and stick them on the end of my feet because yeah. they're running. They're using their yeah. coordination. They're following instruction, but they find that bit so much fun. And yeah, that's just fun. that's just tidying up the class. That's not the main class yeah. itself. And you can incorporate yeah. that in home life. They enjoy yeah. tidying up if you give them the opportunity to please you because that's all they want to do is they want to please you. But yeah. it's making it fun for them. Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed it. And like I say, I, I know we say it every episode and we're going to get him back on, but we are going to get back get Kurt back on. Um, it's It was really enlightening and, it, and I want to know... I want to know how they get on in America? I think they'll. I think they'll crack America. They'll, they, like you say, the elements are there yeah. of what the Americans 
like with regards to sport mm. and, and I think they will be fine. If there's any American listeners and you are thinking of getting in contact with Kirk and you're thinking, well, bring it to this area, bring it to this area. And America is massive compared to the UK, but let us know. I mean, this is the thing I've found. We went to the, the running show and we wanted mini athletics in our area. Mini athletics mm. wasn't in our area, but it is yeah. now. So if you want mini athletics in your area and it's not there, you might have to do yeah. something about it. Yeah, yeah, it's an opportunity, potentially an opportunity. And like Kirk and like you, it was something well, not completely different. It's it's element of sport, but it's something that it's taken that passion that we had for sport. Yeah. And mine was running. Rachel's was running. We both obviously um, enjoy spending time with our children and seeing them happy. Uh, Rachel's yeah. got a sports nutrition background as well, and it yeah. was a complete and utter career change for us. Massive mm. career change in the space of five months, no more mm. than that. We've given up office jobs to do this now full time, and it's a really rewarding career. And I can't see myself going away from it. Um, mm. And I just continue to enjoy it each day. And uh, I've got that passion to try and deliver that sport and that activity. Um, and that enjoyment to children and also to the parents that bring the children to the class. It's not all about the children. It is about the parents being able to get out and socialize as well and see other parents. Um, yeah. And they take that connection. And a lot of the parents, they finish the class, they walk off together and they go for coffees and all that sort of stuff. So it's yeah. that aspect of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So if you're interested, www miniathletics.com I don't know why I always say www you don't really need the www you don't really need it anymore but uh, that's where you can go find out some more information and on that note I think I'm getting a bit tired so I think I need to disappear so on that note we will see you all later see you later